Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer, and welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Monday, August 1st, 2022. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, we've got the latest on reconciliation. Number two, what's going to happen with a bill designed to help millions of veterans exposed to toxic substances during their military service that hit a bump last week? And number three, who we're watching this week. All right, let's get into it. Happy Monday. We are leading Punchbowl News AM uh, with a look at where things stand here in Washington at the beginning of August. Uh, the session, the Senate is in session today. The House is in recess and President Joe Biden is in quarantine after testing positive for COVID-19 once again. But let's talk about reconciliation timing for a minute because that is what we are all watching, wanting to know what exactly is going to happen this week, next week, potentially even into the third week of August as Democrats try to get one last big package through uh, before the August recess. So we are taking a look at the Inflation Reduction Act. It's new uh, formal name, which is a $740 billion legislative package that was, of course, agreed to by Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer and Senator Joe Manchin, that Democrat from West Virginia who's always in the mix. Uh, And that bill could come to the floor this week or might not. Uh, And all things in the Senate, timing is a bit precarious still. Senate Democratic leadership and committee staff, along with their Republican counterparts, are going to be meeting with Senate parliamentarian Elizabeth McDonough this week to conduct the ever-important birdbath for the legislation. This is, of course, that highly technical review of the proposal to see if it comports with the bird rule, which governs the Senate's reconciliation process. So we've been told by Democratic aides that the Senate could take up the Schumer Mansion bill as soon as later this week, with a votorama running into the weekend. Schumer has warned his colleagues that this may happen. However, We're a bit skeptical here at Punchbowl News because, as we often say, always take the over uh, when it comes to Congress. Uh, The proposed schedule is just a proposed schedule. Everything always takes longer in Congress, everything. So you could see the Senate not even start on the Votorama until next week. Of course, we will be keeping you up to date uh, as soon as we hear anything. Another, you know, kind of important thing to just think about here uh, when it comes to reconciliation is kind of what exactly is happening here Um, because you're going to start to see some of these political themes really um, we started over the weekend where Republicans are really trying to jump on Democrats uh, saying that they've changed their position you know Biden vowed never to raise taxes on any Americans making less than $400,000 annually yet according to the Joint Committee on Taxation the Schumer Mansion bill does just that up to $16.7 billion worth of tax increases, according to the JCT. So you're going to have Republicans, they did this all weekend on the Sunday shows and, and you know, beyond basically saying that, that you know, Democrats uh, have mislabeled the Inflation Reduction Act and that it's going to be do nothing to bring the economy out of stagflation and recession, but it's actually going to raise billions of dollars in taxes on Americans. Democrats are countering that the JCT analysis failed to factor in several elements of the legislation, including Obamacare credits, 
savings from allowing Medicare to negotiate on prescription drugs and clean energy credits for individuals as well as other provisions. So that's going to be the political thing to think about here as Democrats try to push forward with this provision. And then, of course, you know, there's Manchin. And Manchin, uh, he had to be pretty quiet for uh, a bit because he was stuck at home with COVID uh, and was quarantining. But the West Virginia Democrat made the rounds on all five Sunday shows yesterday. And he was repeatedly pressed on this question of his support for tax increases as part of the Inflation Reduction Act. Manchin had previously suggested that he'd support a 15% corporate minimum tax, which is a key provision in this bill. So that's not new. The argument is that, his argument rather, is that Democrats are closing loopholes, not raising taxes. Going to be interesting to see how much they can kind of counter that and how effective Republicans can be on this political argument. I bet we start to see this come up on the campaign trail sooner rather than later. You know, Besides Manchin, there's one person that all eyes are on and are going to continue to be on until she kind of makes uh, any public statement here on where she's going to be, which is Senator Kirsten Sinema, the Democrat from Arizona. For this proposal to succeed, it is going to be on her shoulders. So we're going to see how Manchin handles that. How does he do when he's not only the center or the tip of the spear when it comes to everybody wanting to know where he stands, but can he help get uh, cinema on board? She has been somebody who uh, has really holding her cards extremely closely, um, you know, and, and Manchin kind of nodded over the weekend saying, you know, on Meet the Press, he said, quote, Kirsten Cinema is a friend of mine and we work very close together. She has a tremendous, tremendous input in this legislation. The big question, of course, is will that input be enough? All right, let's move on to the second story of the week. Um, really going to be this kind of sub theme, which is in the Senate, the big, big topic is going to be Republicans reversing their vote on the PACT Act. A suddenly very high-profile bill designed to help millions of veterans exposed to toxic substances during their military service. So follow along here because as things often kind of get mucked up or partisanship or politics gets into play, sometimes you're for something, then you're against it, then you're for something. That is certainly the case that we're seeing right now with Republicans. Um, you know, first they were for this bill, then they were against it, and now they're for it again if they can get an amendment vote on an issue that the majority of them didn't uh, didn't care about when it, they voted for the bill originally. But they'll vote for the bill even if the amendment fails. Got it? It's a little confusing, to say the least. The PACT Act, formerly known as the Honoring Our PACT Act, was introduced in the House in June 2021. The full House passed it in March. Since then, that bill has gone back and forth between the two chambers, getting big bipartisan margins on the floor. That is until last week. At that point, 25 Senate Republicans switched their votes and opposed cloture on the measure, derailing the legislation just as it was expected to be on a glide path to Biden's desk. Some Republicans explained they voted against cloture because of a dispute over discretionary versus mandatory spending. This has been something that Senator Pat Toomey has been consistently saying for months. But nothing significant had changed in the bill for when those 25 Republicans voted for it back in June. What did change 
is that Schumer and Manchin cut a deal on a reconciliation package, a move that caught everyone in Washington by surprise. This upset Senator John Corn and the Republican from Texas and other Republicans who believed that they had been assured Democrats had given up on reconciliation before these GOP senators threw their support behind the $280 billion Chips Plus bill last week. Corn and other Republicans, after an outpouring of fury from veterans groups, will now vote for that bill, although Schumer has offered Toomey an amendment vote. Toomey wants to make the future funding on the program discretionary rather than mandatory, which means that Congress would have to vote on it every year. That amendment is unlikely to pass, although the larger bill is expected to. Schumer said during a Sunday press conference with veterans that he, quote, I will hold a new vote this week and I'm urging everyone to vote yes. All right, let's move on to the number three item of the morning. Uh, really want to talk about who are watching this week. Now, the Senate is in, the House is on recess so far, but Speaker Nancy Pelosi is top of our list. Pelosi has done a ton of international travel this year, but nothing has been as closely watched as her upcoming trip to Asia. The Speaker's office announced she's going to be traveling to Singapore, Malaysia, South Korea, and Japan with a group of lawmakers, including House Foreign Affairs Committee Chair Greg Meeks of New York. But the big question is, will Pelosi go to Taiwan? Pelosi's been a China hawk for decades, and a trip there would be a capstone. The other two, not that surprising, Senator Joe Manchin is going to be one we are watching closely. Uh, He's in that interesting position, as we were just talking about. Instead of leadership courting Manchin, he'll have to court fellow Democratic Senator Kirsten Sinema to support his bill. And after a week-long COVID isolation, Manchin certainly has his work cut out for him. The third, Senator Kirsten Sinema. All eyes are going to be on the Democrat from Arizona as we go through yet another round of will she or won't she with Sinema and Democrats' $740 billion reconciliation package. Sinema has been famously averse to tax increases. However, she has previously supported a 15% corporate minimum tax, which is a key provision of the Manchin-Schumer plan. With that, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for listening this morning. We really appreciate it. Leave us the rating and review. Share the Daily Punch. That's the best way for folks to find out about us. You can also always subscribe to our free morning newsletter at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and stay safe.